0: Yes, that light!
1: On the fan, McMonagle here with you in the overnights. I got you for three hours. You know the deal. Till 5 o'clock in the warm-up show. On this glorious Monday morning, the Reaction Monday, the last one we really have to do. Let's be honest, because now both of our teams are 4-8. The football season is pretty much dead. We'll have a little bit of baseball over the next week, but my God. And it's just been so fun to watch. It's been just amazing. What a great football year. What an exciting football year we thought we had planned, didn't we? Oh, the plans of mice and men. Aaron Rodgers was going to lead the Jets to the AFC Championship game. The Giants were going to be a playoff team building off a wonderful year last year. And instead, 4-8 and and watching some of the worst football you've ever seen on a weekly basis. And it was no different yesterday because my god are the Jets awful. Are the Jets awful in every way? But here's the here's the plain truth of the matter. The Jets lost a football game 13 to 8. The Jets are just atrocious to watch the, to watch because of one thing. And this season has been tanked because of one particular reason. The Jets have the worst quarterback play you could possibly ever imagine a team having. And it's every, it's the entire organization's fault, from Woody on down, from Woody to the next most important person in this franchise, Aaron Rodgers, to the next most important person in this franchise, Joe Douglas, to the next most important person in this franchise, head coach Robert Sala, to this trash that they put before you. And you can blame, as you watch the game, there's always – other reasons. I know those of you who want to defend Zach Wilson or get upset about, you know, the play calling and the coaching, <clears throat> excuse me, and the fumble that cost the game that led, you know, why is he even in there? Why isn't Brees Hall the only guy in there? Obviously, big time fumble leads to the touchdown. The penalties at the end of the first half, most of them just atrocious calls. I don't know how that's not – I don't know how that's a defensive receiver hitting the end zone. Are you supposed to just let him catch it? Like while he's like trying to make a one-handed catch, he went up, he turned his body around on him. They happened to hit each other. He's trying to break up a touchdown pass. And then Garrett Wilson the, on the next drive – I think it's the next drive – has a has a has a pass down the sidelines right in the bucket and gets absolutely creamed. How is that not a defenseless receiver? So sure, did the officials help the Jets lose this football game? Absolutely. At the same time, are you tired of the penalties week after week of a Robert Sala coach team? Absolutely. Every week, there are killer penalties, whether it's an interception by D.J. Reed taken back, whether it's whatever it would be, all the different plays that have changed the landscape of games this year, last year, the year before, whatever. I get it. I'm sick of the penalties, too, whether warranted, bad calls, good calls, whatever. It's the same thing every week, every season. I get it. And the play calling, it looks inept and hack it seems like a joke and they never do anything but you know what you watch it and it's becoming a storyline of this game watch the old 22 watch how these guys are open the quarterbacks are atrocious that's it like this is the most important I mean, we've been saying this forever this is the most important position arguably in all of sports right on any given day, a goalie, a starting pitcher, whatever. But for the most part, your team building purposes, there is no one more important on a game-to-game basis, a week-to-week basis in case of the, in the NFL's case, a season-to-season, building a team and what you think they could be and what kind of season they could have. There is nothing more important than the quarterback position. And the Jets traded for Aaron Rodgers and said, the hell with every other aspect of this entire position. And it's absolutely killed them. It's absolutely unbelievably unacceptable. And it's hard to fathom that this is how they plan their season when there were other options. There were other options before the season started than to have Zach Wilson, a guy they deemed not good enough to play, that they deemed needed to be saved, and, and needed to be turned around by watching Aaron Rodgers play and having a year or two with a clipboard and his feet up, and instead they allowed him to be the guy four plays in, and they followed him up with other guys that Rodgers likes, like Boyle, and then they bring in Simeon. This is the worst quarterback room I can ever possibly imagine in the NFL. The most important position. Oh, wow, Joe Douglas, yeah, sure, the offensive rookie of the year. And Garrett Wilson, yeah, sure, look at this draft. Oh, and look at the Jets drafts previous. Oh, they've been a laughingstock. So finally, Douglas comes in and builds a team, and that's great. He allowed the most important position in, the, in sports to be the worst I've ever seen on any roster in the history of the NFL. And Mike Glennon was a starter for the Giants. This is, you just wheel them in one after another. And I thought, to start the game, I thought Boyle played fairly well, and then it got worse and worse and worse. The first half, you're seeing all the clips, you're watching all, like, Wilson is wide open at different times. So it's like, all of it is hard. I don't know when the quarterback play is this bad. It's hard to put into perspective everything else. It's hard to tell me. I'm sorry, I'm not going to argue with you because there's enough evidence And they've lost enough where I'm not going to sit here and defend Robert Salah with every last breath. But how can you tell me he's a terrible head coach? Honestly, with what he's been forced to play. And again, forced to play. I have no doubt in my mind he's been forced to play these quarterbacks. Look, and obviously he's willing in this game. He goes to Simeon when they need a spark. Why was he unable to do that with Zach Wilson? The coach clearly doesn't mind going to a quarterback for a change. Why not with Zach Wilson when games are getting out of hand? Why? Because he's forced to play this kid. And he's got no other options than Tim Boyle and Simeon. Like, these are the guys he's expected to roll out with this offense, with a banged-up offensive line. He's a defensive coach. His defense still, while it has its moments, is one of the best defenses in the league. He's given nothing at the quarterback position. You want to tell me Hackett's the worst offensive coordinator in football? How do you know that? I'm not going to argue with you. You want to call me and tell me Hackett's the problem? I don't have a leg to stand on to tell you different other than what could possibly happen good with this quarterback play. What could you possibly expect? It's that bad. It's that bad. Are there other things? Sure. Of course. Of course. Did this defense allow a lousy quarterback to, to make a bunch of third down plays and extend drive? Sure. They gave up 13 points. I understand that it's Ritter. I understand that it's a lousy uh, under 500 at the time Falcons team. They've, they have gave up 13 points. Could they have been better? Yeah. Yeah. Could this team not have had the penalties? Could you know? Could Cook not fumble? Could different things happen? Of course, but you watch the games. The quarterback play is so atrocious; it has decimated the team in in spirit, in confidence, in every way, shape, and form. And you watch the body language of these guys in the post game. Sound you watch Salah in the post game. He doesn't know what to say. He literally, they like, the like, the, the, one of the final questions of the press conference is, you know, we, we were seeing it upstairs in the press box and next gen and whatever that means. And we saw that, you know, Wilson was, was open a lot in the first half. Why are you unable to get it to him? Sal is literally, he, he's, he's laughing to keep it in. He desperately wants to say, because I can't, I don't have a quarterback who can throw him the football. That's why. That's why. I don't know what else to say. If you scheme it and wide receiver, your best wide receiver, the only wide receiver you should be looking at, I mean, what's another? How could you miss a wide open Wilson when you have nobody else? All we do is complain that there's nobody else in this passing game, that Lazard's been an absolute bust, that Gibson's a nice story, but is he, I mean, and he made a nice catch in this game. And he, he's played far better than we thought he could. You know, making the team and being one of the stories in Hard Knocks. But ultimately, there is one dynamic player in this pass game. And he's missed routinely. How is this possible? It's the... It's it's so hard to watch the Jets. It is so hard to fathom where they are now at 4-8. and eight, Losing 5 in a row. And here comes the... The end of season swoon where they just lose these games. It's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And so as you prepare, right, at four and eight, you start thinking what all four and eight teams think. Unless you're the Giant fans, then you're thinking Dan, then you're thinking DeVito and, and winning championships, apparently. But you think about what all four and eight teams think about the future. That's all that's left. Not next week. Not the immediate future. That's dead. That's dead. Who's going to start a quarterback? Does it matter? Honestly, why even ask that question in the press conference? Why even ask who is going to start as quarterback for the New York Jets next week? It doesn't matter. They're all horrible. They're all terrible. I've never seen anything like it. It was hilarious. Now listen, Simeon comes in cold. I get it. Simeon, it's it's raining. It's a miserable day. He's probably not practiced enough. He's been on the scout team for most of the year or the practice squad for most of the year. He comes in in a tough spot, and he doesn't get it done. But ultimately, I mean, it's just it's terrible how bad it is. But the question for this Jet team now moving forward at four and eight is what's next? And everybody wants to coach fired. I'm telling you right now. I I said it all week. I said it the week prior. I'm going to say it now, even now, after a fifth consecutive loss to go four and eight, I don't think anything's changing. I don't think anything is changing because the plan, the, the season was over four snaps into the year. We just didn't realize it. And, and some of us did, but the season was snap was it was over four snaps into the season. When Rodgers went down, this season was toast. Especially because they allowed that backup situation to be what it is, and they didn't go out and do anything. Flacco comes in at a no off the couch, as everyone loves to say, comes into the Cleveland. He's, he's there one game. He's throwing touchdown passes. Watching Flacco play the quarterback position. Why didn't Flacco come here? I, Flacco's, Flacco's a statue. We've seen Flacco with the Jets. I get it. He's better than the slop they're putting forward. Why isn't Flacco here? Somebody who can play the quarterback position. The guy won a Super Bowl MVP. Somebody. But none of it's changing. I, I, I have no doubt. You heard it already a little bit. Why not change the play caller? Everybody's in the post game. You know, Coach Solace asked about it. Why not change uh, Hackett? That's kind of what everyone's saying. I mean, if you can't figure this out and the, the offense thinks, why? Look at the All-22, he tells him. You know why? Because he's scheming plays that get the best wide receiver on the team open, and the lousy quarterbacks can't see it or throw it to him. That's why. But even that, say forget that. Say that he's he is a terrible coach, and I, I'm not going to argue with you. He's a terrible coach. He's not scheming anything. He should be able to come up with better better schemes and better plans and better plays and get something out of these lousy quarterbacks. Something. Fine. That doesn't matter because we all know what the future is. The future is Aaron Rodgers. Not this year. God. That dog is over. All this is over. Season's over. Rodgers coming back over. All that's over. But Rodgers is still the future of this team, and the plan is still in place for two more years. I have no doubt in my mind right now. It could get really ugly. We'll see, and maybe there'll be such a, a clamoring for it. That Woody will have no choice. But a lot of me thinks Woody has been on board with the plan and understood this was going to be the way it was going to go down since the fourth snap of the year. Because they've done nothing. They've done nothing to try and help this quarterback position. Salah's going nowhere. Hackett's going nowhere. And if you think, the other thing that you think of when you're 4-8 and eight and you start moving up the tank draft boards and you have visions of all these quarterbacks... And we'll get to the college football, 877-337-6666. If you have all these college quarterbacks, it's a big college draft. Hell, if the Giants can think about drafting a quarterback, so can the Jets. A couple of things. One, do you trust this group to draft and develop another young quarterback? Why on earth? Joe Douglas has proven he can draft everything else. Joe Douglas has proven he's competent at building a roster at every every other position but the most important. I wouldn't, let Joe, I wouldn't let Joe Douglas draft a quarterback. I wouldn't let this regime that's going to come back because of Aaron Rodgers. What, my, what's the thought process? Aaron Rodgers will help develop this young quarterback? No, sir. No, thank you. And then second of all, most importantly, and the most obvious reason is you're still in it for the next two years with Aaron Rodgers. You are not taking an asset like that at the top of the draft where you can add another wide receiver. You can add the tight end out of Georgia. You can add a, a top left tackle. You can add a, a a position that will help this team moving forward for next year. Nothing changes because it's an ugly loss that ends your season against the Falcons. You're on target for the plan. This was supposed to be the Aaron Rodgers show, the me show, Remember? Why, that hasn't changed because of another ugly loss on a season that was trending towards dead just because it's official. There is no way there is no way they are looking Aaron Rodgers in the face after allowing him to dictate everything of this season, allowing him to dictate who the, who the backup quarterback was, who the third-string quarterback was, who they probably go to first after Zach Wilson uh, with Boyle instead of Simeon. You, you let him pick, you know, everything. He brings in Lazard. He brings in any like he brings in Cobb. He does all this. You're gonna look him in the face after this year, after he busted his ass and did something no one's ever done, and come back from this injury as quickly as he did, and willing to go out there and do everything he can. You're gonna look him in the face and say, with our top pick, our biggest asset to improve this team next year, we're gonna take a you're gonna we're gonna take your replacement. And by the way, thanks a lot for coaching him up because we don't have coaches who can do it. There is no way in hell that's happening. They are not drafting a quarterback. They are not firing the coaching staff. It's the beat goes on. Did you ever see The Godfather? The rent, it stays like before. That's it. The rent, it stays the same. Salah, Hackett, Rodgers, top draft pick of a weapon that can help him. And you know what? I don't even know if that's the wrong thing because I do think this defense and this team could be good with a legitimate quarterback. You don't understand the difference. It's easy to say we just throw it out there Oh, with Rodgers. The difference between what the Jets have put forward and what Rodgers could be is so far and worlds apart we can't even comprehend it. It's literally the difference between first writing on papyrus and an iPhone. That's how bad it's been. And the Jets threw this season down the toilet with their with their decisions at the quarterback position. And it's, it's unforgivable. And if they didn't have the answer and the Hall of Famer who loves them all sitting on the sidelines, they all should get packing. But they're not going to. So enjoy the rest of your season. Enjoy Robert Sala and these ridiculous press conferences where he doesn't know what to say. Watching him on the sidelines showing no emotion and saying nothing continuing to wonder what the hell's going on with the play calling and why Wilson isn't ha- uh, making catches and, and being thrown to when he's wide open. Enjoy it because it's going nowhere. And we got to watch this the rest of the year. Unbelievable. 877-337-6666. So that's that's it, though. That you, you don't have to worry about it anymore. You don't have to worry about being hurt. You've been put out of your misery. With that atrocious game, this atrocious season, and some of the worst quarterback play, it's unbelievable. I mean, they just wheel in one after the other. It's unbelievable how many bad quarterbacks the Jets have figured out a way to put on their team. It's I can't, I can't imagine it. 877-337-6666. Monaco with you. We'll take your phone calls, Jet fans. We'll get into their future plans. I mentioned it a little bit in the open, but we saw something in this game, obviously, that tells you all you need to know about what Sala was forced to do and what he was willing to do and what he couldn't do. Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Friday night, me and Evan, we saw Smackdown with the kids. Evan's a strange, I gotta be, I'm, I'll say it, I'll put it out there, I don't care. Evan's a little bit of a strange dude. I, I love Evan, we're friends, and that's like what a little bothered me a little bit. I know we all, we got our kids there, we're running around, he's coming straight from the show. It's hectic, he wanted to sit, enjoy the time with his son and wife, whatever, but like, i we, he walks in, we were at the, the suite. Uh, The the fan has a a suite for the Barclays Center, and so I walk into the suite. I see him, and like I go to give him like a a handshake and a hug. Like we work together every day, every day for two and a half years, damn near three years. I would sit in his office. We would talk about everything. Like I saw him every day for almost three years. I haven't seen him in five months five, six months. I saw him every day just suddenly, boop, one day was, we're done. Schedule's change. See ya. Haven't seen him in five months. And that's fine. We talk occasionally on the phone or whatever. But, like, I see him, and I'm like, oh! What's up? Tried to give him a... He's like, oh, yeah, what's up? Like, he did not give me an ounce of, like, good to see ya. Like, the vibe was just like, what's up, man? Cool. Like, I Like I know we're, like, good friends, and so it was just, you know, it's not the Biggest deal in the world to see me again. We did see each other, but like it was like, it was like, good to see you. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to go sit with my son now. Like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll see you then. Be well. Thanks a lot for helping me get the tickets. Appreciate it. That's Evan. I love him, but maybe it's just my weird ego. I thought maybe it would be like, wow, wow, Chris, so good to see you. Big Mac, how you doing? Nope, not really. I'm sure we'll meet again. Our paths will cross. 877-337-6666. So I'm sure he's dying right now. Well, I'm sure he's sleeping right now. But I'm sure he did not enjoy yesterday's spectacular 13-8 loss to the Falcons where nothing went right, and namely because this franchise has allowed the quarterback situation to look the way it did yesterday. My God. Just keep wheeling him in. 877-337-6666. All right, enough of me. Let's hear from the Jet fans. Luke in Montclair. What's up, Luke? Hey, you back. What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm a I'm a suffering Jet fan. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I have
2: somebody else here uh, to yell and scream about it with me at, you know, 2.30 in the morning. Yep. Um, but <laughs> I'm only 21 years old, and uh, every year of my life since I was a kid, I don't know why I ever picked up a Marc Sanchez jersey. Um, but oh, it was God. it was a bad. My dad's a Gi- uh, Giants fan, so it's, it's been a rough um, a rough situation. But you know, I, I would I would consider myself a bit of a Zach Wilson defender, and I know that that's sure. something that's that's not exactly popular. But the way I look at it right now with the with the Jets is just that nobody nobody really on the entire offense is getting the job done at all at this point. And I know it goes back to the quarterback and everything like that, but. I even look at people like Breeze Hall and even Garrett Wilson in some aspects where both of those guys are superstars. Now, I wouldn't say that they're not, but mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson has, you know, uh, way too many fumbles this year. He's he's dropped a lot of crucial balls. Um, I don't know if it was a Raider game, but Zach Wilson threw a, a, a pass right in his bread basket. Could have been a touchdown. Dropped it, and just I feel like the whole offense is just is just really inept and and it and people are so quick. To blame Zach Wilson specifically, but the whole quarterback situation when half the receivers get no separation and like it's it's I don't know it's I just feel like it's more than just than just Zach like well,
1: overall yeah listen it's it's more than just Zach overall you're not wrong I mean it's always a little bit and yes he's fumbled a couple times no doubt he dropped that it was the game it wasn't the Raider game it was a perfect throw. Uh, Zach Zach put it right on his hands with uh, uh with with him being covered too right at the two yard line he dropped it that that is absolutely true but he runs open consistently and while I mean right. just consistently open at, at times in these games and is never found he made a a, a big time catch in this game for a third down con- conversion that I thought was an excellent catch we all know how good he is and, and but here, here's the problem too and especially like Brees Hall yeah he's a superstar he's a home run hitter. The, and they said this in the post game uh, on the Jets post game on S&Y, and they're 100 percent correct. The defenses on the opposing team have zero respect for the quarterback. Zero. Mm. They will stack yeah. the box. They play against the run. They 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 dare the the quarterback to beat them, and they're un, they're incapable. So it's it's right, tough to right. get a run game going. Mm-hmm. It's tough to get anything going. They have no semblance of offense. They never get into a rhythm because the quarterback can't make two or three good throws in a row. Right, and the yeah. quarterback can't see it open. So listen, I'm I, I understand. Sure, Lazard's been awful. There's no doubt about it. Between his drops, his inability to get open, absolutely, the offensive line's been bad and banged up. They've had major injuries. Um, they were they were better today, you know, with the injuries, despite the injuries. But still, the offensive line's not been that good. And I'm not here to tell you the coach is any kind of great shakes. I don't I don't think yeah. I don't think Hackett's yeah. done a tremendous job. But when you watch the game and you watch any other game, like you watch and again, this isn't even about they should be in first place in the division. They have no offense. They have zero right. offense. Like you watch like anybody. You put any like I don't think I don't think Sam Howell is a great quarterback, but he's one of the top quarterbacks in yards in the NFL. Like there are there are quarterbacks who aren't very good necessarily and still and offenses that aren't very good and still don't have weapons like Garrett Wilson, don't have running backs like like uh, like Brees Hall, but still figure out a way to I don't know score twenty four points in a game, put together a drive, like figure out a way to make it look like they have an NFL offense going on. Uh, the, I it's mean, just, like Flacco, Flacco went in there. Yeah. Flacco went in there today. In Cleveland, uh, in LA uh, for Cleveland, and found more and more had the best game of his of his of his Cleveland career. Like they just they found he found a way to put up some points, throw some touchdown passes. Like I I can't imagine that a, that an offensive coordinator who won MVPs with Aaron Rodgers, who took Blake Bortles to an AFC Championship game, and who, you know was terrible as a head coach with 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 Russell Wilson, and we seeing Russell Wilson much better without him. But still, like this guy can't put together a single game plan that gets them some kind of offense ever. Like it's the quarterback play, man. It is so bad. It is killing them in every way, shape and form.
2: Yeah. It's just, you know, the thing that makes it harder for me is that, you know, I watched Zach Wilson, since he was at BYU and I felt like, you know, I just don't like when people throw the, that he has no talent card at him and stuff like that. Cause you see some of the throws he makes and, I feel like if they never lost that Chiefs game this year, I think it could have been a complete. But again, that's just, Yeah, well, this, listen, I, I don't, yeah. and,
1: but I, I sort of disagree with you. I don't think, and even his biggest uh, detractors, and I would, I would throw myself in, in that a little bit. I don't think any of us would tell you he has no talent. I, I think, uh, I, I think Zach Wilson does have talent. I do think he's athletic. Well, but like, <laughs> here's the things. Like I think he's athletic, but I don't think his athleticism helps him enough. He doesn't use it enough, and he doesn't. It doesn't benefit him enough. I think he's got yeah. great. I, I think he's got great arm strength. I think he can make every throw imaginable needed from an NFL quarterback. But he doesn't. He doesn't read defenses. He doesn't go through progressions. He he'll be inaccurate at the worst times. He he doesn't. He doesn't see the field very well. He takes bad sacks. Like the. All, I mean, he's. Does he have talent? Sure. Of course he does. No one's saying he doesn't have talent. He's got, by far, you want to talk about the three quarterbacks that are currently on the roster who has the most talent? It's not even close. Zach Wilson has the most talent. Boyle looks like he has none. And Simeon, you know, is not really a very talented guy either. Like, Zach Wilson, by far, has the most talent. But, but, unfortunately, this is not a, uh, and thank you for the call, Luke, this is not some sort of reprieve or ha-ha. I told uh, for all you Zach Wilson defenders, aha! Look, it's not just Zach Wilson. It doesn't matter what quarterback these are the these are the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Like it, it's not a it's not a big de- you. It's a tough thing to just suddenly turn around and make a case for Zach Wilson because Bo- Tim Boyle stinks, and because Trevor Simeon stinks. These guys stink too. Like it's it's un they, this is not bringing in a legitimate quarterback, and he's struggling as well. Like this is; these are all terrible quarterbacks, as bad as as Zach Wilson, or worse imaginable, if you can believe that. But I mean, it doesn't matter now. I, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do offensively. And and again, if there's any, if there's been any further proof that this, like, I really feel for Coach Sala. I do. I know many of you. I'm sure Jet fans, and I'm not one to be fair. I'm not one to be fair, but and I've had I've been critical of Dable, and he's had you know far more success in his short time as a giant head coach than he's been of uh, than Robert Sala has been as a Jet coach. So I'm sure it's difficult to watch these games. Watch the penalties persist week in and week out. Yeah, there's bad there's bad calls, but still, you too many penalties, too many pre snap penalties, too many. Um late you know, uh, you know, personal foul penalties, too many. They're not all bad calls. I, I thought yesterday was particularly tough for them, but week in and week out, penalties kill this team, year in and year out. You know, roughing the passer on pick six against you know uh the Patriots going back to then. Like it's just it's been too much. But at the same time, I watched this guy and I know, like when you take everything into account, you know. He wanted no part of Zach Wilson. He wanted. He wants. He doesn't know what to do with this quarterback room. It's awful. It's tough to be a coach in this NFL. You're seeing it now with, with with Belichick. Some people want to use this as an excuse to tell you Bill Belichick's not a good head coach. That it was all Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's an idiot and ultimately not that good a head coach and you know, it's all Tom Brady. Uh, while I think that's ridiculous. Clearly, you need a good quarterback. You can win. You can't win with 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 Zappy and Mac. You can't win. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your last name is. I don't care how many Super Bowls you've won. You are not going to win with Mac Jones. Now, is the rest of the roster any good? Have they dealt with some injuries on defense? You know, is it is it all just the quarterback play? It never, nothing is just all. Anyone who tells you always all never. Like yeah, Those are words I don't like to use because it's, it's always some, there's always another angle to it. There's always another little part of it. But you can't. It's, it's very difficult to win with Mac Jones. It's very difficult to win with Zappi. It's very difficult to win with Zach Wilson, Boyle, and Simeon as your quarterback room. And you watch the coach make a make a change mid-game and bring in a different quarterback. So he's not opposed to it. Why was this never done all year long? Why was this never done all year long? Because he was told to play him. It's plain and simple. He, he's pleading the fifth with with, with the Michael K. show. He's got, I'll have a better answer for you tomorrow. In the postgame, he doesn't know what to say. And I feel bad for him because if he loses his job, he's going to lose his job because he did what he was told. That's why he's losing his job. McMonagle here with you. Come on, Jeff fans. Let's go. You're not going to have a lot of opportunities left. The season's done. I don't know about you, but I I don't know. I mean, are you going to watch this team next week? Do you want the coach fired? Do you want this team to draft a quarterback? Honestly, do you want Joe Douglas, who I doubt is going anywhere? Now, if everything changes... If they fire Joe Douglas, if they fire uh, Robert Sala, if they fire Hackett and they bring in a new young GM and they bring in a, a young offensive coach and they change everything with Aaron Rodgers in the wings, I'd be shocked. But if they do that, I suppose that's a sign of change and I'd be open to draft a quarterback. But they're not going to. So do you want Robert uh, Robert Sala and Joe Douglas, who already whiffed on a franchise quarterback, to attempt to draft another one and only Piss off Aaron Rodgers and give this team next year less of a chance to win. Like I I don't see it. But you tell me, is it time to just cut bait, forget this whole thing, and move forward and do what most losing teams do when they find themselves at the top of a quarterback heavy draft. Look for the future. But for me, the future is right here. The future is, you know, nursing an Achilles heel injury on the sideline, waiting to get in, which now he'll never will. And that's another story. If you think that they should play him. You got another thing coming. Your official station to talk Knicks, the fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. All right. That's right.
3: McMoney
1: with the 877-337-6666. Yeah, this Monday, Reaction Monday. Jet season is over at four and eight. A couple of interesting things around the league we can get to. The Forty Nine er dumb statement of who they are inside the NFC just absolutely trouncing the Eagles and all the going ons. All the going ons in that game and the happenings with uh, you know Big Dom. Everyone got to everyone got to meet Big Dom. So we'll get into that as we go along. We'll do a little look around the league. But let's start with your jet phone calls here. Uh, Glenn and Ridgewood, what's up, Glenn?
3: Yes, sir. I'm a first-time caller to your show. Oh, well, thank you, Glenn. All right. I was thinking, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I believe after he got this injury that he wanted to come with this farce of him coming back later in the season with this nonsense to keep his team trying hard to get these victories
0: mm-hmm.
3: and get them some experience and everything and to make them believe that he might be able to come back if they make the playoffs and everything knowing of course that he was not able to do that well, and that no oh, I'm sorry no let me no, just, no. let me
1: let me stop you there for a second we'll continue the conversation I think you, there's there's some truth to what you're saying and I've been saying the same thing I do think that he's been really like talking about it a lot and talking about it over and repeatedly with with uh uh you know on his um interviews with with uh, Pat McAfee and being around the team like I think there is some element to him wanting to give hang, dangle that carrot in front of the team saying I could be back and trying you know to to instill that in them like hey just hang around get some wins if if I can come back we can change it all like I do agree with that but I don't agree with your assessment that he that he believes it's a farce, and that he knowingly was never coming back. He's practicing. I, I I think I I think he absolutely would have come back and tried to play if they were in a position. I don't think it was as much of a hypothetical lie. I think he he made sure to really talk about it. And he made sure to be at the team in the games and throw the ball around and show them things. He sent the team videos of how he's doing in his his rehabbing, and you know I think he really tried to make it seem. Like, it wasn't just, I'm going to go off into the corner. When I'm ready, I'll come back. He was very public about, I'm doing this. I'm feeling good doing that. Like, I agree with you. There was some carrot dangling there. But I don't think it was a complete farce. He's practicing.
3: That's what, but you're you're absolutely correct. But I mean that he knew in his heart of hearts that there's no way I'm going to be able to come back from this injury. Not like a farce in the way that he's trying to trick. I believe he believed in his mind that he might be able to come back, but the thing is, what he should have did, what he what he should have done is say, "Fellas, do your best in this season. I am not coming back. I, you know, I don't believe uh, next year. But do your best. Do what you can now. Okay." And but what, why, why he, would he,
1: why should he do? Why would that have been better than what he did? It
3: would have been better because why? he's telling the truth. No, I, I don't – see, this is
1: where I disagree with you. I don't think he's lying. Okay. I think he is – he would have come back. He's practicing. but, like, but I He's practicing. No. He's talking about – he was talking about playing on the on December 24th against Washington. Like, yeah, he's coming I understand. back. He yeah, would have I come understand. back.
3: I understand it if he was able to. But all the doctors and everybody that you hear saying that that injury and even uh, Boomer, he's a quarterback, and he said this Yeah, man, Boomer never believed it, yeah never believed it either and I, and I don't believe it either and anyway why should you try to come back
1: now well now say, it's over but I, 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 I just don't I, I still think it's what he did was better for the team than not why not dangle okay. that carrot why why not yeah. give them that incentive it didn't work it, but that doesn't yeah, mean yeah. that it was a bad idea
3: yeah in a way one way yes but in another way it was just like I don't know like kind of like uh selfish keep the attention on me yeah, the- it,
1: there's some, there's some of that I'll give you that Glenn and thank you for the call there's some of that there's some of the idea that he doesn't want to be just hidden from things now he signed a deal to do the Pat McAfee show I don't you know it's a huge thing he gets you know thousands and hundreds of thousands of views on it um but I honestly believe he wanted to come back I don't think guys do this and it wasn't new surgery he is practicing he was going to push it hard to see if it was possible he's cleared to practice so what it, like the doctors have cleared him to you can't practice without being cleared So he's been cleared to take it this far. Now we'll never know because it makes no sense to play. It makes no sense to play. So we'll never know if he could have. But I like the idea. I I was talking about it all season long. I love the idea. That's why Salah wanted him around the team to show, hey, look, look look at him. Have you ever seen anybody on an Achilles injury do this? Five weeks out, he's throwing passes. You ever see anybody do this? I'm telling you, you can come back. We gotta go out there and win. We gotta play. Now they were incapable of it, and their quarterback is the main reason. <laughs> His injury is the main reason they couldn't win. Jeff and Rockaway, what's up, Jeff?
0: All right. I'm gonna try to be calm and go about this um with the, the intelligence that I have. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna talk about Russell Wilson, Super Bowl champion. Yes. Two time Super Bowl. Did you see? How bad wow. Wilson was last year under Hackett? Yes. Did you see that? I did. All right, to the point where people were saying that not only is he washed up, but he's he's got mental problems. He's got. Rela- no, he he, did. he, he did some of
1: that on his own. All it wasn't just a play do you on the field. Yeah, I get your point.
0: All right. Do you see him this year?
1: I do. He's much, much better.
0: Okay, is he much better? Much, much better. Okay, what's the common denominator there? What's the difference? What's missing from Russell Wilson this year that no. wasn't last year?
1: Uh, you, I'm assuming you're talking about his head coach Hackett.
0: No, no, you tell me. I'm no, don't no. assume anything. You tell me. You stand up and 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 act like a real person and tell me what. You, the wanna, difference you want
1: me to stand up and act like a real person? Yeah, yeah.
0: The what, Am I Hackett am I
1: Pinocchio was, at the moment sitting down?
0: Hackett, Hackett was with him. Yes or no? Yes. If don't play don't play games with me. If, I'm not playing games like with you. Okay, I'm I'm trying to be nice with you. Well, I mean, you're yeah? trying,
1: you trying to be nice with oh yes, well, go- I mean, Flacco, golly, I'm sorry. Please, I, I didn't know it was so difficult to call me up and Joe be nice. Joe
0: Flacco to tonight, today, yes, was a real quarterback. Yes, what what happened last this year or last year, whatever it was, this year what? he couldn't get he couldn't throw a pass. Flacco, Flacco couldn't throw a pass this year for the Jets. He, was he didn't play this
1: year for the Jets. All
0: right, when last year.
1: Yeah, but Hackett wasn't here last year.
0: Okay, but what I'm saying to you is yeah. Please
1: explain to me what that, you're saying to me. All
0: right, the Russell Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson got much better Florida. when Hackett left. Okay, and, why and do you Peyton, think that? Why do you think that is?
1: I think there's probably a handful of reasons. Certainly, one him and Hackett didn't see eye to Give me the, give me
0: the eye biggest eye. reason. Give me the
1: biggest reason. He, I, I don't know, but I would, I, okay, I think it's fair to say Okay, you don't know. Okay, now, so I, got stupid. No, I'm not. Stupid. I'm not stupid. I'm willing to you say. I'm, listen, if you let me finish instead of thinking you got me, which you don't. I didn't get it. Yeah, no, you I'm think working. you got me. It's great. Congratulations. You think you got me in this argument. You're going to stay calm because you don't want to yell at me. I get it. Fine. No no, 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 I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. Hang it. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened last year. First year, new okay, team. I do. I, I, I do. Yeah, oh, no, you do. Okay. I'm sure you do. I'm, well, I'm, it no, wait, can you I finish? Can I answer the first question you asked me before you ask me another one? Of course. Okay. Sorry. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm willing to give you a huge difference. Is Hackett, no doubt about it, but that doesn't—it—it's it, not strictly just one means the other. It's he, like you know, like for did example, Rodgers. What happened? Did what what happened with Rodgers? No, he—he. He, I'm sorry. One more time. Did Russell Wilson get better with a no. quarterback?
0: Did yes, he, he, got he, he, got he got much got better. better. He got much better. He got much better. He got much better. Well, I'm let me ask you a about... question. Let me ask you a question yeah. since we're asking yeah.
1: questions. The year before Hackett became the offensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, how did Rodgers do? I'm going to ask. I'm going I'm to answer that. Well, I'm one just for asking. You, how right? was Rodgers the year I'm before Hackett got there? I'm gonna, I'm gonna and then how was Rodgers the two years after Hackett got you there? If you let, now you're going to let me talk. Right? Go ahead. Well, I'm, okay. I will. I just want to make sure Rod- I clear up the question. Aaron
0: Rodgers admitted that he had liberal leeway to change plays at at the line that other guys don't have. He said this. He said I could work with Hackett mm. because when I see a play I don't like, I can change it and audible it at the line. And what? other guys can't do that. Remember? Okay. There's your answer. Oh, there's my okay, answer. Number three. Yeah. Number three. For I'm... you to lump in, for you to lump in Zach Wilson with yes. Simeon and Tim Boyle yes. and Mike White. And this would have Mike that one. White. He's terrible. A...
1: I wish he was terrible, Mike White. I wish he was terrible, Mike
0: White. terrible quarterbacks with no ability. Is Ridiculous! No, it's and not. you know No,
1: he's one of he's one of the worst rated quarterbacks right. in the that's history that's of the that's NFL. That's and that was before had- Hackett. That was with Lefleur. Wait, I guess Stella. Lefleur is the big problem too. It's always Stella. the coach. It's always right. someone has- else. It's always it. someone Listen. else. When Hackett came to when Hackett came to the the Green Bay Packers, Rodgers played the best two years of his I'm career for the last you. five years. But that's because of you know some some ability to change plays. Okay, what do you think about Blake Bortles? Uh, How was Blake that. Bortles in his career? He I'm took Blake Bortles to an AFC Championship game. I'm, I'm not trying. Well, okay, answer the Blake Bortles. Last, what did Blake last Bortles say? Year,
0: last year, yes, the last game of the season. Aaron Rodgers had to beat Detroit at home, yeah, and he played terrible. And they this lost. Year, this year, Jordan Love beat Detroit at Detroit. Do you think anybody misses Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Are you out of your mind? I'm hanging
1: up. Bye. Does anybody miss right now? They just won in Kansas City. They're playing well with love. No doubt about it. He won four MVPs for them. What are you talking about? And last year's team Hackett wasn't with him. Did that have anything to do with aggression? No, it was just a thumb injury. Like, it, however, you want to paint it, you can paint Hay- Hackett into being the reason why this one failed and not the reason why this one succeeds. All the successes had reasons why they weren't his successes, and all the failures are 100% on him. That's fine. I'm not, I, I literally said in the open if you want to call me and say Hackett's a terrible coach, I'm not going to fight with you. How can I argue with you? Hackett's not been a good coach for the Jets. But he's been he hasn't been given anything. And if you want to argue with me, go look at how open Will how open Wilson was at times in this game and the inability to get him the football. Over and over again. Not just this game, a lot of games. Go look at the New England game. Where your buddy Zach Wilson, who's a far better quarterback, apparently, this really great talented quarterback who's thrown less touchdown passes than than DeVito with the Giants. Who who's just been who's when you compare a pass attempts to touchdown passes is one of the worst in the history of the NFL. But that's because of his coaching. It's Hackett, it, Lafleur, everyone's a bum, and you might be right. So is he. He's been awful. If you don't, if you if you think you're smarter than me, fine. I won't argue with you. You're smarter than me. Are you smarter than all the Jet players who celebrated? Who celebrated like it was their birthday when, when Mike White was take, was was going to take over the reins of the team last year. They threw a party. They made shirts. They all got dressed up together. They did a conga line. They were so happy Mike White was going to be the quarterback over Zach Wilson. Are you smarter than them? Do you know better than the guys in the room who play professional football? you know better than them? Zach Wilson isn't any good. Neither are the two quarterbacks who replaced them. That doesn't benefit Zach Wilson. That's not so, some sort of like you know error on all our parts and we were wrong. Look, that no one could succeed under this nonsense. And yes, Hackett and Zach Wilson and and excuse me and and um uh, jeez, Wilson in Denver didn't didn't mesh. Russell Wilson and him didn't mesh. That's fair. You want to tell it, uh, uh, the horrible coaching job? It's fair. Fine. Terrible head coach. We've seen good offensive coordinators and good quarterback coaches be terrible head coaches. It didn't work for whatever reason with Russ. That doesn't mean that, you know, that of course Hackett was going to fail here. If you think if Aaron Rodgers was here, Hackett would fail and this team wouldn't do anything? I'm not saying Hackett deserves to keep his job. I'm not saying that he's done a great job and you can't fire him. I'm saying he's won two MVPs with the guy they brought here to run their franchise, and they're not firing him. And I'm not going to put total blame on him when I watch the quarterbacks play like trash, including Zach Wilson. Like, what are you talking about? You want to call him defend Zach Wilson? For what? He's no longer your quarterback. Let it go. He's awful. You want to pick a fight with me and try not to scream? Have you composed yourself? You're such a Zach Wilson defender that you have to compose yourself that I put him in the same category as Boyle and Simeon and Mike White, who's far better than he is. The Dolphins have a better backup quarterback than the Giants than the Jets have on their roster, period. Sorry.